everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Chats with Jack's Connection Through Perception. I'm your host, Jacqueline, and this is where I come to organize my thoughts and speak my mind. For over a year now, I've been inspired to start this podcast, but I didn't have the confidence or motivation, and that's what I'm here to talk about. I have so many interests that I want to expand my knowledge on, so if you're also lost and confused, you're in the right place. Let's grow together. On today's episode, I talk a little about who I am, where I come from, and why I started Connection Through Perception. I just wanted to give a quick disclaimer because I have no expectations for what's to come of this podcast. And I feel that when you go into certain situations with no expectations, it's harder for you to be let down. I want this to be a stress-free zone where I just speak into the abyss and if it resonates, then it resonates. And if it doesn't, then that's fine. I want to talk to others, connection, and see their point of view, perception. It's all in the name. So let's get into things. I am so excited to be sharing this space with you all. Welcome. Thank you all for being here and happy Earth Day. Earth Day has always meant a lot to me. I've always felt connected to Mother Earth and nature. But this year, today's day has a little bit more significance and That is why I decided to release the podcast today. It's a little bit weird for me to be speaking into the future because I'm not recording this on Earth Day. And eventually, as I get better in this process and learn more about podcasting, I may be able to just wing it a few hours before I release the episode. But I wanted to give myself time to edit and re record and just get into like a little feng shui. It is really hard to sum up 22 years of my life into 22 minutes. For those of you who do not follow me on Instagram or know me in person and are maybe just popping in to see what's up, I have the ultimate power to portray myself in any way that I want, which is such a crazy thing about online interactions and social media in general we can be whoever we want to be but with this podcast i want to be real i want to be open i want to be honest i want to just come and talk and speak into the abyss and hopefully with doing this my vocabulary improves and the way that i speak becomes more fluent and flows a little bit better So it's something for me to work on. This is all a learning process and I just can't wait. I can't wait to document it and to see what happens. Right now, I'm literally sitting on the floor in my apartment with a mini Amazon mic. No hate to her. She's honestly getting the job done and I love her. She's so small, you guys. She's like literally two inches. But here we are, the first episode. I don't know where to start, but I know that I'm going to wander off on a tangent. So I want to start in the present day. So I mentioned that today, Earth Day, is a very special day to me. And not just because I love the Earth and I'm a Virgo sun and feel connected to her, but because today I celebrate six months sober. And 
the labels around sobriety and sober and not drinking have honestly been the reason why it's taken me so long to cut alcohol out of my life. But today I am 183 days free of alcohol. And that is half a year. That is crazy to me, you guys. I know that for those of you who do not know me, it may seem a little weird that I'm 22 years old and don't drink alcohol because of society and how they portray the social aspect of drinking. My story just does not need to involve alcohol. And with the spiritual journey that I'm on and connection through perception and this brand and identity essentially that I want to create, alcohol does not fit into the picture. And so today, April 22nd, Earth Day, six months of sobriety, the universe is just pushing me to keep going. It's saying, you're doing everything that you need to do. And I've said recently to friends and, and my therapist that I feel like I'm doing everything that I need to do, but I'm not seeing any progress. And, and in these last six months, I've started going to therapy, I've started self-help groups, and I've really actually seen a change for the first time ever in this, in this spiritual journey that I've been on since, since I was honestly like 18, 19 years old is when I really first was trying to find myself. That's when it, it began. That's when I began my Instagram at Jakiwi, which if you guys don't follow, you should go check it out. You will learn a lot about me. And as you tune into these podcasts, you're going to learn a lot about me and I'm going to learn a lot more about myself. And that is the point of this, to learn more about each other. It's not always going to be me just talking to myself. I definitely want to have friends and family. One of the reasons why I wanted to start this podcast is because I listened to one that has really inspired me and she is just an amazing woman. Her name is Jessica Jabot, which is such a cute and fun name. And it's called A Sober Girl's Guide. And she has helped me tremendously in this journey of sobriety and learning about myself and truly finding myself. And so I want to build a community. I want connection through perception to just be a place of love because love is and always will be the only answer. Connection through perception has been in the works for a very long time. Like I mentioned, I haven't had motivation or confidence. And the confidence uh, I'm still working on, it is really hard to let go of the fear of judgment and rejection. And in these self-help groups that I've been going to, and a lot of the conversations that I've had with friends and peers, we're afraid to be our true and authentic selves and to be open and real because of the fear of rejection and the fear of judgment. So I'm starting this journey of not giving a fuck, literally not caring about what anyone may think, starting a podcast when I have no credentials. I have no, I, I have a lot of experience, actually. I have a lot of life experience for the 22 years that I've been on this earth, but I have nothing to show for the experience that I've been through. And that's 
why I decided to go back to school this fall. It's also why I got sober because I have nothing to show because I've been in a drunk haze for the last three years of my life. And, and before I went down the rabbit hole of my drinking career, I, I was in this abusive relationship and I'm finally just coming out of all of this, the ashes and, and finally looking at myself in the mirror and seeing me for me. And I don't want to hide anymore. I don't want to hide what happened to me. I don't want to feel ashamed of what happened to me. I want to talk about the uncomfortable things that people don't want to talk about because we need to open that door and have these conversations and normalize the things that people go through and don't talk about. Because when we start talking about them and we, when we open that door and have those conversations, people don't feel isolated and they reach out for help. There is a huge stigma around mental health and in America alone, the crisis is, I can't even wrap my head around it. I have had an extensive background with 5150s and mental hospitals and everything that encompasses who I am today has been a failure to treat trauma in a sense. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Because as I just told that story and worked through that and processed that, I came to that realization. And that's why I'm here, you guys, to process my thoughts and to come to these realizations and to really work on myself and heal myself because I have so much self-awareness and I have had so much self-awareness, but I don't know what the fuck to do with it or how to put it into action. And, and that is one of my biggest problems in this healing journey. And I've known since I was 18, 19 years old that alcohol did not fit into my journey and my healing. But of course I still drink because of the way society advertises that shit. I will continue to tell a story that leads into another story that leads into another story and then end up circling back to the original story. But before I get off on another tangent and the people who have no idea who I am and don't follow me on Instagram or know me in person, I want to introduce myself formally. My name is Jacqueline and I'm 22 years old. I was born and raised in California and lived in the same town for the majority of my life. And that town honestly shaped who I am. I got my license there. I lost my virginity there. I, all of the important things that make me who I am today happened in this little town. And as time went on, I developed resentment towards this town. And in 2021, I decided that I needed to run away. And so I ended up moving to a summer camp. And my whole life living in this town, I didn't go by the name Jacqueline. I went by Jackie. And it is a name that was given to me when I was in second grade. Actually, the story is super funny. It's not funny. It's 
annoying and it pisses me off to this day because I hold so much resentment around the name Jackie and being back in my hometown and hanging out with friends from high school and seeing people that only know me as Jackie and trying to get them to call me Jacqueline is the hardest thing ever and I honestly I've given up I am just Jackie will be the name that I go by when I'm home but I always introduce myself as Jacqueline so when I moved to this summer camp in 2021 oh my gosh see I already lost my train of thought I was six years old moved to Lincoln had never gone by Jackie and my teacher was like oh Jacqueline is too long for the other second graders and at the time i had no idea what my six-year-old brain thought about that but i had never gone by jackie and so my teacher was telling me to shorten my name and i ended up spelling jackie j-a-c-q-e and that has caused so many problems in like adulthood with my email address everyone thinks it's jacques and they want to put the u but my six-year-old brain was like you're telling me to shorten my name and Jacqueline, qua, that's why there's Q-U-E. There's no qua in Jackie, so why do I need the U? I don't know. That's how I process it as an adult for my six-year-old self. But it's this name that was forced upon me. I had never gone by, and I'm six years old, and now that's my identity. That's me. I'm Jackie. So... All of these things happened throughout my life. I, I wanted to keep this episode a little lighthearted and fun. I think I could literally make a full episode about certain situations that I've been in. So we're just going to save all that. And, and that's what's hard about this first episode and putting myself out there for, for everyone to see because it's like, what am I supposed to say and how do I paint this picture of who I am for those of you who have never heard of me, have never heard my voice, have never seen a picture of me? The internet is wild and social media is crazy, but I just want you guys to know that I am far from perfect. I, I hold a lot of love inside of myself, but I'm not always this calm, happy, hippie, nature, loving person. It takes a lot of work to embody those qualities. And life doesn't always work with us. And sometimes the negative qualities come out. And I embody those too. The fear, the hate, the negativity, the love, the light, the healing, it is all a part of the journey and you can't dismiss one or the other, yin and yang. We need both light and dark. Obviously, I haven't always had this mindset. Like I said, I'm six months sober and throughout the last three years, I've been in this drunken haze. I've always had a self-awareness, but never have known what to do with it, which pisses me off. It is so hard to know what you need to do, but not be able to stop the pattern or break the cycle. With moving away from my hometown in 2021, 
I thought that's exactly what I was doing. I thought I was breaking the cycle because I was leaving the place that honestly at the time haunted me. I hated my hometown. I had so much resentment. Everywhere I went reminded me of someone or something negative that had happened to me. And so I was 20 years old and I moved away for three months to heal my inner child. That was my thought process at the time. I had never been to a summer camp growing up. And even though I was in this huge transitional period of trying to learn about myself, I knew that I loved children and that with children comes pure innocence. And so I went away and lived in the Santa Cruz mountains. I had an amazing time. I met so many wonderful people and I really did start the process of the healing journey. But at the time, 20 years old with a fake ID, I, I was partying and, and people that I met down there were in college. And with being that age and even still at 22, drinking is just so integrated into socializing. And it was really hard to be able to function with my thoughts and the healing that I was trying to do with myself, with everything that I had been through that I was running away from, while also being drunk all the time and dealing with 13 children and their emotions. I, I was never drunk while working, but every weekend, every day off that I got, I would go out and party. And because I was doing this work with children during the week and journaling and painting and arts and crafts and archery and climbing, I thought that I was patching up and mending this part of myself that was broken. But all of that work I was doing during the week meant nothing because of the things that I was doing on the weekend. And so that three months flew by. I came home and didn't want to be there. Still, of course, I hated it and wanted to run away because I hadn't done any true healing. I continued looking for jobs that provided housing and stumbled upon working for Yellowstone National Park. I went to Yellowstone National Park when I was probably like nine or 10 years old on a road trip with my grandparents to Billings, Montana to visit family. And stumbling upon this job opportunity, I was like, oh my gosh, that would be beautiful. I went there as a child. I don't remember it because of all the trauma that's happened to me. Holy shit, I, I need to apply for this job. I ended up applying for a job in housekeeping. And my mentality at that time was my mom owns her own cleaning business. My dad is a real estate agent and has been my whole life. We've always gone and cleaned out houses that he was selling. Um, cleaning has just kind of been integrated into my life and who I was growing up. And I was like, yeah, I could definitely do that. But I had no idea the difference in how people treat a hotel room that they're just staying in for a few nights compared to how people treat a home that they've lived in for a few years. And it is very different. People do not give a fuck when they're staying in a hotel room and they're partying and they're, it's disgusting. And I saw so much nasty ass 
I, anyways, I thought I could do it, but I couldn't. And so I actually ended up putting in my two weeks and it had to do with everything I was going through internally while still drinking and partying and working 10 hour days scrubbing toilets. So I quit and started traveling around the park, car camping and just exploring. And it was a beautiful experience. And seasonal work is amazing, but I don't know how to describe it because it's really who you surround yourself with. And that is how life is in any aspect, no matter where you are, whatever outcome you're going to get from the experience depends on who you are surrounding yourself with. I feel that seasonal work attracts a lot of people who obviously love the outdoors, but are also lost maybe in a sense and looking for themselves. And maybe that was just my perception of it at the time because that's why I chose doing seasonal work. But so many different people from all different walks of life come to do these jobs from everywhere in the world, all different ages, 18 to 65 and retired. It's wild. That's why I say that it depends on who you surround yourself with. Because when you surround yourself with people who don't necessarily bring out the best in you, you go into a rabbit hole. Using alcohol as this numbing vice and escape and and blacking out every time I drank, how could I truly build connection and form? That's a lie. I formed so many beautiful connections while I was drinking. I don't want to dismiss it or take value away, but I just feel that now that I'm sober, that everything that I did the last three years means absolutely nothing. And that's why I'm starting Connection Through Perception, because it doesn't mean nothing. Everything that happened was for something. I have met so many beautiful people. I have made so many wonderful connections. But I kept running away. And after Yellowstone, I came back home and I was here for a month and I hated it. And a bunch of horrible things happened. And I ended up running away again to the Grand Canyon. And for six months, I stayed in the Grand Canyon and I was hurting so bad. I ended up self-harming for the first time in a very long time when I lived in the Grand Canyon. I was drinking and using substances almost every single day. I have hit so many rock bottoms in my drinking career, but without getting into legal trouble, the Grand Canyon was my rock bottom but I didn't see that at the time. And so when I left and came home and tried to moderate my drinking while working at a casino as a cocktail server, I thought I was doing so, so well. I was saving up a ton of money from tips and then realized I hate big corporations and capitalism in general. And so I quit my job and was like, I'm going on a road trip for two months to find myself. Looking back, I'm so sad I did that before I got sober because I was just running away. If I was traveling, if I was drinking, if I was using random dudes, 
I was always running away from myself. And so finally, here I am, April 22nd, six months sober, starting connection through perception. And I'm at peace with myself. And I don't care what anyone thinks. And I'm not afraid to talk about my story and what I've been through and what has led me here today. I'm here for a reason. I'm here to share my story. I'm here to talk about my experiences. And it is all for a reason. Right now, being in this space where I feel the last three years of my life meant nothing because of my drinking is so important for me to feel these feelings and to talk about it because I know that somebody is going to be able to relate to me and somebody is going to take away something from this. And I've taken away so much from this in the last 20-something minutes talking to myself and processing my thoughts. And I just can't wait to see what comes of this. This is the beginning of my story and what's led me to where I am presently. And in each story is another story that leads to another that circles back to the original story. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the very first episode of Chats with Jack's Connection Through Perception. I can't wait to turn this solo healing journey into a community healing journey. Let's grow together.